0: Monday, April 6th, 2020, day 22 of the apocalypse. <music> Sup, everyone. I'm Paul Clark. Sup, Paul. Welcome back to the podcast. 22 days into the Oregon coronavirus quarantine. Three weeks. Are we at the beginning? Are we at the middle? Are we coming towards the downslope of this curve? Who knows? Who knows? Every day it's a different story. Every day there are more and more restrictions. Every day there are more public access closures. And every day there are more suggestions of what you can do to protect yourself. Last week, nurses and physicians didn't have medical masks to treat their patients with. So hospitals were telling their staff apparently, don't worry about it. This week, people are wearing masks at the grocery stores based on recommendations that it's better to have more protection than no protection at all. Where we're getting our news, where we're getting our source of information is a really big driver of how we're acting, what we're doing. A lot of news sources in the United States really downplayed the pandemic. Even when uh, the World Health Association considered this a global pandemic, a lot of governors in the United States were downplaying it, just as the the news agency that they were supported by were downplaying it. Don't worry, we could beat it. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. At the same time, senators were selling off their stocks knowing that a crisis was occurring. Well, today, supposedly, the prime minister of England, Boris Johnson, is in ICU with coronavirus complications. Every day, a different situation. But it's beautiful out. If you're in central Oregon, you know that the sun is out, the birds are chirping, flowers are are blooming, This weekend I actually did this short drive to the lower Deschutes, my home river, and had some quiet time beside the river. The Deschutes is closed, no paddling, no boating is allowed, but I was able to just spend some quality time, social distancing at its best. Who knows when this quarantine thing is going to be done, who knows when this virus thing is going to be done, but I'm still reaching out to people and talking to people and getting their perspective. And in this episode, we're meeting a friend of mine from Bend, Oregon. Jill Rosell is a photographer born in New Zealand, living in Bend, raising her children and working as a professional portrait photographer. I reached out to her to see how she's doing, how her business is during this quarantine, and any words of optimism that she has for the future. Without further ado, Jill Rizel. Hey, hey. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to my podcast, Jill.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. I have nothing else to do.
0: Uh, I I've been I've been a fan of your natural light portraiture for some time. Uh, I used to live in Bend, and you're still in Bend. For my audience, introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, my name is Jill Roselle. I um I was born and raised in New Zealand, and ventured off after university and saw the world, and then ended up in the U.S. and found my favorite place on earth, Bend, Oregon. But don't tell anyone. I shouldn't be telling anyone. <laughs> yeah Um, it is truly a place I every day I'm grateful for and I do love where I live which I think is really important uh, especially now Um, and just fell in love with photography while I had young children and have just been growing that as a business and my passion and yeah mainly portraiture but also has branched off into I would say everything but weddings but yeah my my main Bread and butter is portraiture, but I also have some social media sites that I do a lot of work on and et cetera.
0: Have you always been a photographer or is that a a relatively new thing?
1: I would say somewhat serious since 2009. Like I got a website going, but I was a mom, stay at home mom. So I, you know, that was my priority and I just self-taught and grew my business. And as they've got older, I can focus more on photography. So until a couple of years ago, I got a studio, which I just unfortunately closed last week. I packed it up and put it all in my garage until this stuff settles down. I didn't want to just give away money when no one's calling right now.
0: Yeah, being a, a portrait photographer or any type of creative where you have to be with the public in a quarantine, is is impossible, <laughs> uh, and and we'll we'll get more to that. But I still want to keep uh, on track on, on the style of photography that you have. Uh, you really emphasized the the, the natural light photography. Um, are you into artificial light now too? You're talking about your studio.
1: Yeah, the studio was mainly on the business side to get the clients in the door face-to-face afterwards to, to do sales, but also I utilized the space when it's not as nice out to do headshots. So that's really, it wasn't a huge studio, but enough to do headshots, which made me explore the lighting, which still, I there's nothing beats natural light, but, you know, when someone needs a studio look headshot, it's, yeah, you can be creative to an extent, but... Yeah, I try to get more studio, I mean, more natural light portraiture, headshot look in the studio. Uh, and then I found dogs, and dogs are a whole nother world. So that's where I've actually been pursuing a whole um, another area of photography, which is dog photography. And I, I think it's not a market that's been hit on, especially in being everyone's a photographer, like a realtor. Uh, <laughs> dogs, and we have, we're Dogtown, USA. So it's and I love dogs. I have two cats and I don't have a dog yet, but no one knows that. But I can have everyone else's dogs. But I love it. And I've got a, a website going dogs about Bend. So I in an Instagram page. So my goal is to really push dog photography more and make a living off that. So we'll see what happens.
0: Do you I don't know if you know, but I've been, I was in Bend uh, since 2002. And my first studio in Bend was called Bend Petography. Oh, I seriously? had a, yes. yeah, I photographed dogs and cats, and that eventually okay. led to uh, animal lifestyle. So I mentioned that I, I uh, was an avalanche rescue dog handler at Mount Bachelor, and so uh, service dogs became a real big part of my aesthetics. Avalanche rescue dogs, police dogs, uh, cattle ranching dogs uh and, and that just led to a variety of other things where i i, I didn't do any studio work in, anymore and then focus on uh outdoor photography and then that led to paddleboarding and then paddleboarding has led to videography and i haven't really taken a still photo of uh, anything really other than adventure sports lately. But I, I began in Bend as bench petography, So I'm glad you're, you're, oh. you're advancing that and actually probably taking better photos than I ever did. <laughs>
1: mm, I yeah, but the dogs are amazing. And right now it's really hard because I can't. And I've tried, I'm thinking maybe I'll just go out there and on my self-care walks, as I call it, and um have my camera on me. And I actually did that, but I ended up photographing downtown Bend and the businesses, and that was a whole other thing. But the dogs, you know, people are, you know, I'll go six feet away, and but it's just to keep I'm, – I'm really missing being creative. I miss, you know, uploading my photos and working on them. So that's really hard, and I think every other photographer or any business, what they naturally love to do and can't do is, you know, we've never had this happen before. So, um, yeah, it's different.
0: It is – it is – the 22nd day of the Oregon coronavirus quarantine, obviously your studio had to, to close and you might be feeling a little frustrated with uh, having to reevaluate your creativity. So, what are you doing during this time to stay creative?
1: Well, I think I'm being creatively creative. Uh, I'm, <laughs> keeping my, I'm keeping my, because I, I think that's the way I operate is just from my creative spots or my heart, whatever. Um, not being able to photograph doesn't mean you still can't be creative. So I know I've got, all oh, there's the list of things I never get to, business stuff that I want to grow and accomplish and work on. So that's, I've actually bought a big whiteboard and I'm going to, well, when I'm going to, I haven't done it yet. Things have got sidetracked, but I'm going to just visually make, my plan through this and what I want afterwards because it's basically this is reset time for me and many and it doesn't mean my business I'm not going to let my business unfold at all because what am I going to do this is it's just we're all on pause and it's a time maybe everyone needs to work on the stuff so we're better on the other side but I would say um, yeah I'm still photographing a little bit um, just accidentally but not um, for an income and i've been working on an idea that i actually got on the toilet a lot of i get lots of my ideas on the toilet or in the shower and it was um from the saying wear your heart on your sleeve i just heard it and say like, oh i don't really know what that means and i googled it and it means you have to share your emotions and show your vulnerability and it's like wow that's what we cannot do now and it's like, what can I, I always want to help. So it's like, what can I do? And it's like, oh my God, what if we put hearts on our doors? This way we can at least connect visually. If someone's walking by your house, we're all in it together. We can, you know, show our our support and, and our, yeah, just our support for one another. So I quickly made my another Facebook um, page or group and I put it out there. And I even went on the local news because it's like, okay, I'm not going to do this. My kids were asleep and they came to the door and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I did it. And now there's in 10, about 10 days, is about 22,000 people on the Facebook group uploading their photos because I can't take the photo of the door for them, of their f- door. And it's amazing how creative they are. So my creativity from an idea is now making everyone creative and it's bringing them hope and, you know, a, a lightness in their home because they've got to make something and, do something with their kids. So it's, it's on purpose, but it's getting a little crazy with, uh, you know, the normal social media drama of some people, which has taught me that, you know, I, yeah, that was my lesson that day when people were getting a bit mean because the post was taken down because it was nothing to do with the door or something um, that people in difficult times show their, their best or their worst. So I think, this whole event right now is a test maybe for that too. But um, I think creativity is something we don't want to lose sight of, even if you're not an artist, anyone. Um, you can creatively clean your cupboards. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've
0: always been impressed uh, by your entrepreneurship. More than just taking photos, you do things like run Facebook groups and make bumper stickers celebrating the place that you're in. Uh, so, I don't think this is going to be any, uh, uh, I mean, you you seem creative in in running your life, so I don't think this is going to be more than a, a, a setback, hopefully. Yeah. What's your, what, do you have any predictions how long a quarantine is going to last and
1: uh, well, without getting into it? Everyone else is doing that for us. I don't know, I think, um, what did I just come up with? Um, Oh, I just, what did I write down? Oh, I had a great thought, um, but it's gone. Um, <laughs> but I, think, um, I think my concern of all this is where we're we're going on, we're just going on thoughts, what we think is going to happen. We're just, predi- we're just predicting where no one really knows. Um, you know, that's what it was. I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's like I'm in a game of hangman say oh shit I've got to get this right because I'm losing my limbs and I'm not, I'm going to be hung if I actually I'm going to get them added on I've got to keep yeah we don't know and we wake one move and it means we gain or lose something or we get hung so yeah I look at it like maybe a game of hangman and um yeah I don't want to be hung on this but, yeah people are and it's sort of part of me is like is this really real I keep thinking it's a movie I'm going to wake up and it's over and now it's sort of getting you know as a comedy at times when you know they see certain people on the tv uh and then it's then it becomes a bit of a horror movie so i think it you know all movies come to an end and it's i think the stronger you are and more positive the you come out a lot better
0: this is this is a a weird time i described it as uh, the the sound after a train just went by like this chaotic, just buzzing, like what just happened, but you don't have any visuals. It's not like we have zombies coming to kill us, like the horror movies or dead bodies on the street. We're just like, oh, we're supposed to stay at home and close our businesses. At least where you are uh, in Bend, you could walk, you could cycle, you could do things that are not available to so many other people. Uh Though trails might be closed and rivers might be closed, you still have the ability to step outside and 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 breathe fresh air so that's a benefit and you have a son that surfs in bend
1: I do and he's just got over a back injury and I think he's planning on it next week to get on the board because they can't really diagnose what's wrong with him we thought it was a fracture but that's been a year right so I think he's like got the get a shot in his back and he'll be good to go but he's yeah he's ready to go and that's the one thing about here, I think people are sneaking out probably because people still are judging you. You know, if I take a photo, that's why I'm not going to photograph dogs because I've already got a hint that, well, you know, I can get it from a dog apparently and it's got to be 25 feet from someone now. I don't know where the six feet went away, but now it's like I, I just don't want to um, burn any bridges or do anything mm-hmm. wrong right now where my business will suffer. So I'm just going to do my own thing and work on my business behind closed doors. Um, some people are actually out there doing portraits on the porch and, you know, everyone's got to make a living and we can't judge. I mean, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but people do. And again, people, at a time like this the best and the worst come out of them. And, I don't know. I think the big thing I'm learning, we're a community and we can't rely on the government level, I don't think. It's like we've got to recreate our own community and support system. And a lot of things are happening in Ben right now. The groups are forming where we can help one, each, help one another. So it's, a, it's Yeah, there's always something good comes out of any difficult situation.
0: I like your optimism. And I like the, the, the fact that,
1: uh,
0: yeah, I mean... It's it is it is a confusing time, and you being from New Zealand, you have a daughter going to college. You brought her back before New Zealand uh, went into lockdown.
1: Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, she I I finally it's like she's half New Zealand, half American. So it's like oh my God, financially you have to go to New Zealand. You can't get a student debt here. You're going to go to New Zealand, and you know I sold her on it, and we got us I got us settled down in January. Taken two trips to get her there. She adjusted fine and just loves the place in Dunedin, New Zealand, at Otago University. And all of a sudden, my brother's like, "Jill, you better really think about this. She might get stuck here." And I'm like, "What?" And all of a sudden, it was. I knew I had to speak to her. And it's like, "What do you want to do?" She said, "I want to come home because she's going to not get out of the country. Not you know, the university would close down." So she went from a lecture theatre, having dinner with friends, to 48 hours later on the plane home and we were almost in lockdown then. So she, yeah, she's adjusted here, but it's the same They're actually locked down really quickly. So they're actually ahead of us in that sense. And, um, yeah, I think it's working down there a lot better because it's a smaller population. And, um, I I think they have a different respect for their leader than I think America does in general for ours. Sadly.
0: Yeah, I definitely uh, agree. Uh, and And I'm a fan of New Zealand. I've only been there once, but uh, a person that I've already had on the on the podcast, Courtney Karen, a professional whitewater kayaker, she's living in a trailer near Wanaka. And that's uh-huh. her home. She, yeah. she usually tours in in North America during the Whitewater kayaking circuit. So she hasn't been home in, in New Zealand winter. In years so she was saying she just had to buy fleece pants because she has no idea when anybody would be able to to go in or out of the country so she's like okay we're locked down no travel at all and she was saying that in at least in Wanakan, it's probably all across the country uh, about a two mile radius is really all you're allowed to travel so there there are certainly more restrictions there than are here
1: um, and the, 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 They've got it worked out where people are, I think, obeying. I mean, people are, you know, they're going for their their walk with their dog and things, but in the supermarket, that's about it. Right. And I think people generally are doing that around Ben. That seems to be the case. I mean, then you go out and say, like, why is there all this traffic? So, But some people are working still. People are making a living. Um, I think a lot of the the builders and things there right now, they can go to their job sites and work. So it's good to know that someone's working as long as it's safely. I just think the worst place is the supermarket right now, and everyone has to go to it, so I don't get that one. Are there
0: any precautions that you see, visual precautions, uh, tape indicating distance from people or plexiglass? I know that's happening in other places, including here in in, uh, rural Oregon in the Dalles.
1: Yeah, I just saw Safeway had it up, but, I mean, you can't get – some places you can't even get hand sanitizer, so I don't know. It's all – at times I'm like, oh, we're in a third world country. I mean, we're making, in Ben, we're making ventilators. There's a company that's formed, they're rallying together. And they'll be making ventilators and masks. So we're in such a first world country until we, you know, realize we don't have necessities. And the, toilet, have- paper thing, and the toilet paper, So like, I'm good right now. But I think <laughs> if I just stood outside and said, how I need toilet paper, someone in Ben's gonna give it to me, so I'm not too worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But seriously, no toilet paper still. I think then I mean, it goes on my I Love Ben Facebook um, group that I have, community group. You know, it's all out there. Who's got it now? What's Costco like? So everyone's trying to fathom this out together. But the community is huge, and we have an amazing – I hope other people have a community feel, because if you don't, it's a scary time to feel alone if you don't have your community support. Uh, yeah, how about your community where you are?
0: Well, it's interesting because I'm in the Dalles and I don't really have a community. I, yeah, sure. I, I, I started uh, doing this content creation job a couple of months ago and was really focused on doing this, and I would go to you know the local dive bar or whatever at night, but I haven't really created a community here, so uh, it is a little... Uh, I am dependent on uh, social media and mm-hmm. a variety of apps like Zoom and Skype to to reach out to people, but... Uh, so my community is, is essentially uh, online.
1: Yeah, and um, what i concerned is the elderly or just an older generation where yeah. they don't know what that is. They don't have Facebook. They don't have Zoom. And they are. All they've got is the, the news. That's their outreach. That's their visuals and only knowledge or maybe a family member calling them. But that is the scary part for me is the elderly at home alone and scared. Um yeah, so I don't know how to help those folks
0: the The vulnerable populations are are made more vulnerable during a crisis, and I think we're in a quarantine to to help preserve the lives of vulnerable, especially elderly and uh and uh unwell people in the first place. So hopefully it is saving some people, but I'm, I'm afraid that this is going to be more of a social crisis than anything else.
1: Oh, it already is. I mean, the, you know the. Are we allowed to talk about this, or are we off track?
0: Uh, no, we're good.
1: Okay, I'm just. Thinking, like I'm, I'm like researching, it's like, "Oh my God, is this? We're saving lives, but what? At what cost? And and not pooing this virus at all. Yes, it's real, but you know the the suicides we, that we never hear about. Apparently, from Googling, it's 160 a day. People commit suicide on a regular day in America. It has to have climbed so there's lives being lost in so many other ways and I think this is where the community aspect has to step up to yeah there's a lot of suffering going on now that's unheard of and and how long is the problem how long you know we can all ride this out to a certain day but then what I don't know it's I sometimes want to just go back to sleep and wake up and it's over Oh, I don't know. And then it's the, the future. Are we going to now, is this going to be normal? Because I never thought it would never be shut inside, not going out. You can't, the rivers are closed and you can't go on the trail. You can't ride your bike. And it's like, I never would have thought that a month ago. But it's here. And is this going to be a new thing? Is it going to be now kids just do online school? Who knows? Maybe it's going to be the, the future way. We We lose money. No one would take my money for bread the other day. So I gave them ten bucks they wouldn't didn't have any money, so eventually maybe our you know our currency will go away, and we just use cards because of this i don't know lots of changes
0: so when I was in Bend there I think there was a growing homeless community there certainly is in Portland I haven't been in Portland or in Bend, and so I wonder about like just people who are already living on the streets how they're managing.
1: Yeah, I think – I'm not sure what's happening in the in the shelters. I thought some of them were closed. I know the, they're restricted, and I know the animal shelters aren't taking some animals. So that's going to have an impact too. I do a another page, um, Pets Lost in Bend. Um, when you lose a pet or find one, you come to this page and you connect. So that's been great, but that's going to be affected. Um, yeah, pets and, and the homeless. I mean, we do have a problem in Bend like most places in America – um, yeah, I mean, more and more people. there's a a lot of um another page that started here, and it's actually traveled or gone around the world and around the country. It's pandemic partners was created here, and I helped with the moderating with with it a few weeks ago. And the average an average family now are using the um the food banks that we have here, um, not just families that. Are homeless. So it's a whole new world of who needs food right now. I mean, if you don't have a job, which is a huge percent right now, um, they need food, help with food. But we're not, we're seeing, do- we're not seeing that on the main news networks. That's within the community levels.
0: Uh, no, we're still uh, really focused on the number of, uh, of deaths and uh, people diagnosed with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's there, unfortunately, is so many there are so many more victims to this situation than just that particular health crisis. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I uh, being a a leader responsible for making decisions and and showing good form, it's difficult. And certainly the, the prime minister of New Zealand and Trudeau of Canada, I think, have shown pretty good form. Uh, uh, And and many governors in the United States have, too. So hopefully we'll all eventually be on the the same page. And I I don't know. I mean, I I personally have. I mean, every I, I I'm just flabbergasted by this all because it just seems so normal the sun is just pouring through the window the 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 hills are green the birds are chirping the flowers are in bloom it just seems like a normal spring day but everything is other than normal so it's just baffling to me yeah
1: that's like the movie thing where you go out it's like nothing's changed except yeah just yeah it's not like there's devastation like the houses are all flattened or there's been a fire where you can look at something it's like nothing it looks like a normal day you're right and now, but we have to change our lifestyle. I guess is a good way to put it.
0: After this, how do you think humanity will have improved, or at least you? <laughs>
1: um, well, I hope two things. I hope we learn um, to not rely on media, news um, media, and don't let it control you. Because I, 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 w- I can go to bed at night and sleep well because I'm not watching. The- I don't even have cable. And yes, I I like to be connected, but I can't watch that for long. It doesn't make me feel good. I can't change the world by watching it. So I I think restricting the amount of news you watch is important because it's not going to make you feel good. It's a fact. There's no good news typically on the main networks. Um, I think the healthcare system, I hope it changes from all this because there are people dying in America because they can't go to the doctor. That's America only problem. Um, so if they can, maybe we all need to just be more equal when it, because New Zealand, you know, you go to the doctor. I mean, I don't want to go to the doctor now. I have insurance, but I don't want to drop 300 bucks tomorrow just to walk in the door to sit with someone. I mean, I that's what it will cost me. And I have a policy that's 500 and something a month I pay to not go to the doctor. Um, so that doesn't make sense. So there are people now who have the coronavirus who don't have the money to walk through the hospital door because they're scared, and that's the that's probably going to be a lot of deaths because of that. And um, yeah, I think just reach out to your community. I think the mental health issue is going to appear, and if if you feel lonely, you don't be. You're not alone. Use your community. Smile at your neighbour. You know, friggin' hit. Go for a walk. Talk to someone or call someone. Well, go online and reach out. Every, everyone wants to help one another. And that's the beauty of humanity in, in this times like this,
0: That's yeah. beautiful, Jill. What are your websites that my audience could find uh, more information about you?
1: Yeah. Well, if you want to see my dogs, which I love <laughs> photographing, that's dogs about Bend. B-E-N-D. I say it wrong. Bend. Bend. Um, and then I have... Jill- how, do you, how, do you, how do you say deck?
0: Like, the, it's oh, nice on the, the deck.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Oh my! God. what do you wanna say about my deck? <laughs> but yeah, no, I get in trouble with that one actually had a well there, there, there's
0: some pretty funny commercials in new zealand that uh that uh, focus on uh yeah
1: yeah, look up New Zealand deck seller um, yeah, but I had my fiftieth on my deck um, I, had a, <laughs> I won't even go what i I won't even title my deck party um, yeah. No, that's. I can't go to Home Depot um, for Dex Seller anymore. They, they get scared when I walk in. Um, yeah. No, um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, my, my you, you, photography. You, yeah, we got onto decks then. Uh, that's a whole other topic. Um,
0: <laughs> for another time.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I have my I Love Ben, which all started from an idea where. I woke up and I thought, I can't keep putting my Jewel photography portrait photos on my Facebook page. So I made, oh, what would I call it? I thought, okay, I'll make it I Love Bend. And it was taken. So I put the OR for Oregon on the end. And um, yeah, I just would post daily photos. I think I did it for I'm about the last couple of years. It's probably nine years. I never missed a daily photo of what I saw. I would just make myself find a photo. And that really helped my photography grow with my abilities by having to take a photo of something and I've caught you of course several times I think just to get photos of what I saw in love and Bend and yeah so that's I love Bend that's a Facebook page and then I have I love Bend OR community group and then I have a business community group I have the Pets Lost in Bend page I now have a business page I've started a job and um rents page for rents the people looking for homes because I think from this too people are already on my page. The reason I keep going off to new pages is that people want to keep sharing all these things it's like but this is not for that. So I had to keep making a new page. So yeah there's going to be a need for jobs and housing. So I've made a couple of groups for just our community and then there's the hearts on the bend Oh sorry hearts on our doors. Uh, which is a Facebook page if you want to get creative and put a heart on your door and connect in your community that's where you go to
0: you are an amazing resource Jill
1: yeah 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 thank you
0: thank you Jill for your insight and your optimism I look forward to talking to you later how are you guys staying sane and productive during this time It is a confusing, weird time. It is like a bad dream. It's like a bad horror movie. What is going to happen tomorrow? I'll talk to you later. Remember, keep humanity more important than the person. Bye-bye.